0: Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, I got to tell you about Jacob's Supply. Jacob's Supply is the place you got to go for all of your material needs. These guys bring you construction supplies and appliances for up to 50% off retail price, all brand new. you a home builder, needs some lumber? Jacob's Supply has you covered. You a deacon at your church and you're in charge of that next narthex floor job? Jacob Supply has got you. Heck, they got Cortec Luxury Vinyl Plank right now for $3.59 a square foot. Go look that stuff up at Lowe's or Home Depot, man. That stuff is selling for seven to eight dollars a square foot. That's over 50% off retail. Even if you just have some home projects you're working on, Jacob Supply is the place for you. I just built an outdoor grilling area this spring for that old smoker and grill. Remember, Jacob Supply, quality building materials at wholesale prices. And now, on to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to another Dead Man Walking Short, where we take a subject or Bible verse and we talk about it for a few minutes. Today we're going to be talking about forgiving debt. Well, this last week, President Joe Biden, uh, under unconstitutional executive order, forgave debt of college students, and uh, he shifted that burden or that debt onto the taxpayers. And this has just set the internet on fire because we have uh, all kinds of pastors and leaders and Christians, mostly progressive uh, within the Christian community, likening this to the debt that Christ paid for us. This is absolutely not comparable. Simply forgiving a debt is not the sole purpose of God's heart and salvation. It's based on the righteousness of a holy and just God who of his own volition, you know, put to death his only son so that the sin debt that you and I owe him is not only forgiven but paid for by his death. He paid the debt. Making a comparison to the government mandating that one group of people, taxpayers, pay off the debt of another group of people, college students, is like so far apart. It's mind blowing to me that so many Christians make this comparison. Uh, when I read it, it means that either these believers don't fully understand justification, salvation, and the atonement, or they don't understand the act of arbitrarily redistributing wealth and debts by a government or maybe both you know progressive christian brian zahn said jubilee is god's idea but some won't like it he tweeted that right after the announcement was made so here you have a christian trying to liken the year of jubilee Uh, the seventh year where uh, God instituted for Israel to exchange land and release bond servants and things like that, to debt forgiveness or canceling a debt that uh, a college student has taken out, signed to, and promised to repay. Now look, the Bible never says that borrowing money is sinful, but it has very serious warnings about it and uses stern language for both the lender and the borrower. Proverbs 22 comes to mind here. The rich rules over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. Meaning when you enter into a covenant or a contract to borrow money, there is repercussions and consequences there. There's duty on the side of the borrower to repay that money. When we enter into any type of contract to borrow, we should do so with wisdom and discernment. And the righteous and biblical response is to repay that debt. You know, Psalm 3721 comes to mind here, and I'm slightly paraphrasing, but it basically says the wicked borrow and they don't pay it back. They don't repay. But the righteous give freely from their own heart. And that's the crux of the argument here. The taxpayer did not have any say in the debt that was saddled upon them by the president. Christ freely chose to go to the cross and pay our debt for us. The two just don't simply compare. And I get it for a lot of Christians out there. You know, some biblical truths are hard to hear. It offends our flesh. They don't seem fair. And rightly so, because God is not fair. He is just. And when our thoughts and beliefs and ideology is in line with and have been influenced by secular culture, we're viewing situations in the flesh. Because we've made the culture our idol. We agree with political issues that stand in direct opposition to the wisdom of God because secretly we love this culture more than God. We say God is on the throne, yet he's not even on the throne of our daily decisions in our life. We love to splash around in grace and mercy talk. But we don't want to face the deep end of sin and consequence that we cause for ourselves when we ignore the wisdoms of God. So when biblical Christians push back and make statements and quote scripture much like I just have, it becomes offensive to other Christians who have made culture their idol. The flesh rages against God and stands in direct opposition to holiness and righteousness. And I get it. I've been there, and I still have to crucify idols in my life every day. And I hope you do the same. Introspect, turn to Christ, crucify those idols, and measure everything against the Word of God. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another Dead Man Walking Short. As always, God bless.